What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. And a very happy new year to everyone. Uh, obviously, it's been uh, it's been a pretty quiet, I suppose, turn of the year. Um, we've had, obviously, some matchups made, some matchups fall out, which I'll talk about here uh, in a second. But um, I think in general... It has been it's been kind of a downtime for everyone. I know lots of uh, probably people listen to this. Lots of fans of the sport of mixed martial arts have really, really missed it. I know myself and a lot of people covering it have kind of been glad of the break, to be honest, uh, because we don't get it much. But I think everyone's a little bit revitalized now, and um, we're ready for the fights to get back this weekend again. My uh, KSW preview, I think, will probably already be out by this stage. Um, and I'm sure there'll be, uh, the, the lads will talk a lot about uh, the UFC as well. I want to talk a little bit about the UFC this weekend, uh, towards the second half of this video. But what this is really about today uh, is the is the UFC's featherweight division. Now, I said there hasn't been much news, but I suppose the biggest news in the last week or so is the matchmaking of the featherweight division. You know, first we had Max Holloway versus um, Alexander Volkanovsky in the third fight and that, and I'll talk a lot about that uh, in a second. Um, and then we obviously had that possibly changed to, to Chan Sung Jung. I suppose maybe by the time this comes out, uh, it might have been confirmed. But my uh, my thoughts here, and the, the reason I wanted to talk on this video, are about the matchmaking in the featherweight division and what it's been like over the last few years. Now, to do that, I'll, I'll actually go through the fights that have actually happened in the featherweight division in a second. Um, but to me, this division is a division full of talent. A division with lots of really, really good fighters down through the years. People who have been you know, up there in like prospect of the year, new contender of the year types of discussions. For years and years and years, going from the likes of, you know whoever cater back in the day to to the likes of or uh, you know maybe cater a few years ago to the likes of Jiga Chikadze who will see this weekend uh fighting now and it feels like it just feels like that a lot of those contenders had have either missed out on title shots ones that were there a few years ago someone like say Amir said Bektic who maybe could have got a title shot at one stage or even a Cub Swanson at one stage towards the end of his run but other lads coming through like Zabit and Yair now and others that no one has a few, uh, very few people have actually emerged to get those title shots. And to, to, to kind of prove that point, let's look at the, the, the fights that have happened over the last year. So the, Jose Aldo uh, became the undisputed champion back in 2010 and he fought Harmonic, Florian, Mendez, Edgar, Chansung Jung, Lamas and Mendez again. So... Aldo came in and he fought everyone. Now he fought twice in 2011, once in 2012, twice in 2013, twice in 2014. So a pretty active champion. You know, he had his injuries in there as well. He had time out of the cage. Not look, not the most active champion in UFC history. But he had a good few fights. Um, and, and he took on, you know, the, the who's who in that division in terms of contendership. And then Conor McGregor came along. And now, a lot of people probably blame Conor McGregor in totality for this division maybe being held up for a, long periods. And he definitely has a part to play. He definitely, if one person got the largest blame, it probably would have been Conor McGregor. But I think the matchmaking in this in this division over the last few years has just not helped in that. And if you look at what has happened, you, you can see that. So McGregor beat uh, Mendes first for the interim title and then beat Jose Aldo, who had himself beaten Frankie Edgar before. Then McGregor 
He's gone away for a while. They do the interim belt. And who is it? Jose Aldo, Frank Yedgar. Two guys who have obviously fought for the belt before. One uh, former featherweight champion, obviously another former lightweight champion. Then Jose Aldo uh, becomes the uh, undisputed champion. McGregor is uh, stripped of the title. And then he fights Holloway. After Holloway obviously fought Pettis. So Holloway is that new blood. And that was in, let me just look here. It was in 2017. So... That fight happened, then someone else was supposed to fight for the title, then Jose Aldo got the title shot again. So, you know, we've had Aldo beaten, Aldo back, Aldo beaten, Aldo back, and then Brian Ortega got his shot. So we'd have been, a, you know, we'd have been a new life, we obviously had Max Holloway coming in win the title, and then we'd new life with Ortega. But what had we after that? With Frank Edgar getting another shot. Right? And... <laughs> it, I feel like around that time... That's 2019. And around that time, it felt like there was lots of lads there. It was like, Frankie's a very good fighter and earned his way to the title shot, no problem. But other people could have been given it at that time. Like, you gave Ortega. It felt like Ortega was a turning point in that division. And it wasn't. You know? It, Edgar came after. Then Volkanovski came after. And look, Volkanovski has shown what giving the up-and-coming guys can become. Because he became a new champion. And he fought Holloway. To win that. And then he rematched Holloway. Which is fine. Holloway was kind of a long-reigning champion in that division. He had Aldo Ortega Edgar. And obviously Aldo again to win the title in the first fight. But then there was Ortega again. You know, <laughs> And Ortega had a great win. He came back against Shansung Jung and all. But like. It just felt like. someone A new person wins. You fight someone old. Another new person wins. You fight someone old. And uh, uh, you know. An old challenger like Ortega. Not saying Ortega is old or anything like that. And then. You get someone like Volkanovski, right, who has beaten Max Holloway twice. If you, my opinion, right, I thought Max Holloway won the second fight. I think if you can go and look on on uh, MMA decisions, that doesn't matter, right? My opinion, your opinion, no one's opinion doesn't matter. Volkanovski won both of those fights, right? He moved on, and then you still have him fighting Edgar or um, um, Holloway again. They're going to make the third fight, and. This is not an attack, and I'll speak about it more in a sec. This is not an attack on Holloway or anyone like that. But it is, this division has, in those seven years since 2015, when McGregor won it, it just feels like every bit of new blood, like Volkanovski and Holloway, has been forced a little bit backwards. That division has had so much talent for so long, it feels like a lot of it has maybe been wasted, even from, you know, different things have happened to different people, going back, obviously, to lads like even like Mirsad Bektic, and now uh, Yair Rodriguez losing and being out again, and Magomed Sharapov being out, and Kader losing. But I just feel like it, there's been a little bit of wastage in that division for so long. For it, it, Imagine, like, at Bantamweight. Bantamweight has done a good job of getting lads' style fights. Jan got in there pretty quickly after he kind of rose to be the top guy. Aljo got his shot, and now obviously they're, they're fighting again because of what happened, and that's going to happen. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. But there seems to be an awful reluctance in this division to move on. Now, a, a big part of that coming up to the fight we were supposed to have as well was the you know the Max Holloway versus Volkanovski uh, tree fight. Now, I, I talk obviously a lot about judging, and I'm pretty sure I thought Max Holloway won the second fight, right? So that's coming from someone who thought Holloway won the second fight. I, it doesn't matter. The judges scored it 
for Volkanovski. It was a very close fight. I think everyone would probably agree with that. Whether you think Holloway won it, whether you think Volkanovski won it. If you're saying it was a robbery, you're off your head. So we have to, at some stage, we have to move on for a while. No, I'm not saying move on forever. I'm not saying Max Holloway never deserves a featherweight title shot again. But let's get the next level of guys coming. And it done, And you know, people are probably saying here, like, who? Like, who's the next guy? Who's the guy in the win streak? Who's the guy that deserves it more than Holloway? And my answer to that is anyone. Let's get anyone in there. Let's get... And, and anyone is a bit facetious, but you know what I mean? Let's get... If it's Chikadze, if it's Cater before the, the, the Holloway fight, and before the Holloway being, should he have been put into that fight? Like, why is there not an extra bit of planning done by the UFC to get these guys in there and get the next guy in there to fight in those big title fights at the right time. Like, there's there's a, an absolute opposite of a reluctance from the UFC to put guys, say like, um, uh, guys coming through in the UFC, uh, Jai Herbert, for example, he fought in Adam Mike like he's, what is he, second or third fight, fought someone else, he's fought really, really hard fights. Lots of the guys coming through, uh, lower down, are getting really, really, really tough fights. But when, they're in that position and when they're right up at the top, when they're ranked and have fought, you know, 10 fights in the UFC and maybe eight and two or something like that, and they're deserving of, are ready for a title shot, they're not being put into that position in the featherweight division. And that to me is really, really, really annoying, really annoying. And it's okay. It, it, this is obviously a little bit anti-Max Holloway here. And I'm not saying, you know, as I said a second ago, I'm not saying Max Holloway never deserves a title shot again. Like, Plan Max Holloway's next title shot. Like when you lose two title fights, whether they're close decisions, whether they're knockouts, whatever they are, maybe in knockouts it'll be a little bit different. But you have to earn your way back in a big way. Now Holloway's done great stuff, and just looking at his record here over in the brand spanking new shardog.com, he's won a very close fight against Yair Rodriguez and uh, an overwhelming, not anything but close fight against uh Kate. Or maybe it's maybe saying it was a close fight against Jair is a bit uh, is a bit incorrect as well. He won that fight pretty clearly, but it was a two decision wins after losing two in a row to Volkanovski. Like, do we need to rush him back in that quickly? You know? Do we need to rush him in back again? And what's the reason we're rushing him back in that quickly? Like, is Max Holloway a massive star? He's a star. He's he's probably one of the top, you know, 10 stars in, in the UFC. But is he like a, a McGregor-level star, a Jones-level star, who's going to draw them lots of money at the top of cards and things? No, I, ju- I don't think he is. No, he's a very good fighter. And it would uh, like if the UFC could choose who their featherweight champion would be, would it be Max Holloway? It probably would. Let's, let's, not, uh, let's not lie to ourselves. But... Is that more, is having one guy who is a really, really good fighter, and not taking that away from Max Holloway, and I'll actually speak another little bit about Max Holloway in a second, but to take, to give him a a fight when he will probably get that fighter earning even more in six months down the line, to hold up a division, to hold up the next level of challengers coming through, or not even to hold it up, but just to give a little bit of new blood, is, is it worth it for that? I'm not sure it is. I'm honestly, I'm not sure it is, especially when it's on um, uh, a place where you have another title fight as well. And now, obviously, the fight's not happening, so maybe this is a bit of a redundant um, discussion. But it's not redundant because this has been happening for a long time, and it's also not redundant because look at the next guy who they're trying to give it to. It looks like it's going to be Chan Sung Jung, a guy who is a really, really good fighter and I have the utmost respect for. But he has one win since his last loss against Brian Ortega in twenty twenty, where he got decimated by Brian Ortega, and that's against Dan Ige, who is a very, very good fighter. Don't get me wrong, but he's ranked number nine in that division in, in the UFC 
his official rankings. It's not like he went in there and he beat Holloway or he beat, uh, you know, Yair or Ortega, someone towards the top, or he has like a, a five or six fight win streak. He doesn't. And look, he's a legend and I'd love to see that fight. Don't get me wrong. I'd love to see the Holloway fight as well. Don't get me wrong. But at a certain point, you have to plan for the division. You have to plan for the next people coming through. You have to plan for the health of your organization in the long term. And I just don't think the UFC are doing that. And I don't think they have been doing it in the featherweight division for a good while. Now, do I think Chan Sung Jung, if he win, maybe wins one or two more, deserves a title shot or should be in a title shot? Absolutely. I'd love to see him fight for a title again. If Max Holloway, you know, if they had another title shot and then Max Holloway gets back and obviously I hope he's he's can get healthy pretty soon and get back in there and win a couple more and fight for a title, absolutely. But I would love to see someone like Holloway. He went up to um, lightweight before and I think it was a little bit rushed and he kind of said that himself as well. Like, why Why couldn't Holloway go up to lightweight? He has a win, if I'm not mistaken. Let me pull it up here. Over the over the champion, he does. Charles Oliveira. Like, go up there. Get may, maybe the Paria fight. Maybe maybe a McGregor fight or something like that. A big fight. And then go in and fight for the lightweight title. Maybe that's something that would be best for Holloway. You know, because he has lost twice. And if not, you can come back down again. There, It's not just... And the reason I'm saying that is it's not just a case of, well, we've nothing else, we have to make this third fight. And nothing else for Volkanovski 1 and for Holloway 2. Holloway can do other stuff. He can fight other fights. He can fight other big fights. Volkanovski can fight the next guy coming through. He's happy enough. Like, he he wasn't all about this Holloway fight. It'd be a lot different if Holloway was a big draw and Volkanovski's like, well, I'm going to earn more money fighting Holloway than anyone else, so let's fight him. I'm happy enough to do that. Like, can we have a little bit of respect for Volkanovski as well? He's won those two fights. He should be fighting the next guy coming through. He should be trying to clear out that division going through now rather than going back and taking out Max, uh, Max Holloway for the third time. I just think <coughs> it, it's just, I, I don't know. It, it it makes no sense to me. And now it makes sense from people who love good fights and it'll be a good fight and all like that. But I think the Chan Sung Jung fight would be a good fight as well. I think if, look, Jika Chikadze wins this weekend, him versus uh, Volkanovski would be a fantastic fight as well. They're all good fights. But I... It, the the big thing and the big issue and my whole point here before I move on to maybe talk about this fight and a little bit more um, is just the lack of planning. It seems like everything is just, right, we need a fight for UFC number, number, number. Who is available, right? Volkanovski doesn't have a fight. Who else doesn't have a fight? Let's, let's get him in there. Whereas, why are they not looking at us like, right, what's best for this division? Who should be the next uh, in line? Who should we be planning to get in there? Let's say, right, that Jiga Chikadze has won, I'll just uh, look at it here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in a row. His last two wins against Cubs Swanson and Edson Barboza. For anyone's money, two very, very good guys, two guys who've been ranked in the, you know, uh, Edson's obviously been ranked in, in lightweight uh, for a good while and now down in featherweight as well, and Cubs Swanson the same for, for years and years and years. Barboza number 10 at the moment in that division. Uh, it's Cub, I don't think Cub is ranked, but he has been ranked for years and years and years. Those are two very, very good wins with another, however many wins I said there behind him as well. Obviously, come into the UFC, he's won four or five now in a row in, in the UFC. Why not plan around the champion, but with the next contender too? Like, if he beats Cater, who is now ranked at number... Uh, five in the division, who Max Holloway has, you know, earned his title shot by beating, and 
you know, no problem. He, it, it was a great win and all uh, like that. And then obviously he beat Yair as well. But why not plan? Right, that is the guy. That is the top five guy. You beat him. Then you're in for a title shot. Let's plan Volkanovski. Maybe he has to move back another UFC pay-per-view to have that fight there, to make the right fight to plan. Get Max Okay, Max Holloway's injured now, but let's say if he wasn't. Get Max Holloway a fight, whoever might be, on that card as well. Three wins in a row on the same card, maybe a finish. Volkanovski wins again. It makes perfect sense then. Like, you've gotten the next contender in. Max Holloway's more than earned it. Okay, he's already earned it, and I know and people probably be giving out. I've great respect for Max Holloway. I think he's a fantastic fighter. But I think the division is more important than any one person when that one person isn't like this big draw. And you can, you might not like it, but you could understand it like a Jones or a McGregor, whoever it might be. I, I, I just think that extra little bit of planning, and it's not just the featherweight division. I think it's a lot of divisions, all divisions nearly. But the featherweight division has been one. I've, I read out the, the fights over the last few years, which is just, it's just been kind of left to going a merry-go-round for years and years and years with the same people fighting each other over and over. It's Edgar, it's Aldo, it's Holloway, it's Volkanovski. Edgar, uh, and you know, even Volkanovski fought Aldo as well. Like, it's just over and over and over again. And if l- let me just read the, the featherweight division, right, the, the rankings here. So Volkanovski, Holloway, Ortega, Yair. Who'd, lo- who'd not love to see Yair getting a shot? Okay, he's coming off of a loss. Chan Sung Jung, obviously, you know, he'd come in there. Kader has been fighting very well recently. Look at that win Emmett got the last time. Arnold Allen's on like an eight-fight win streak. Chika Chikadze, I just talked about him. He's a fantastic fighter. Uh, Egan Barboza, but very interesting. Bryce Mitchell, the next guy coming through. Sadiq Yusuf, very good as well. Evolev, that talent there in the last three I mentioned. Okay, maybe not all three of them are going to come through and get title shots in the next year or so. But why are we not building one of them into a big fight next to get towards the title fight? Burgos, Caceres. Like, Caceres is... We, we, we talk about fighters all the time and look at the, the brilliance of uh, Charles Oliveira, where he came from, losing loads of fights to climb back. Alex Caceres is on that time to push now. No, they might put him in there against Dan Ige and he might get you know, destroyed or Bryce Mitchell, whoever it might be. But what if he wins that fight? He's another guy you could, you could build up there. Like, to have out of the 15 guys there and take away the few that I mentioned that have been there for a long time there's probably 6 or 7 guys there who with a little bit of planning you're right in towards a title shot and right in towards someone getting excited for a title shot like Arnold Allen is the guy the most probably the most underrated guy in the UFC at the moment a fantastic fighter just beats everyone putting his wake why are they not planning to get him imagine the next English star he seems like you know I mentioned he's a very good fighter, but he seems online. He seems a really funny guy. He seems like a guy who people like and stuff as well. Why not build him? Why not build Emmett? This great story. I see. I saw he did an interview with someone there uh, in the last week, and he just seems like a guy who has had a really hard time of it over the last while. A brilliant story. Build him up. Build, build Chikadze. Why not Chikadze this weekend? Why are you not saying, this is the fight. If you win this fight, you're fighting for a title. You'll have won 10 in a row or 9 in a row or whatever it is. You're going to be fighting Volkanovski. <clears throat> He's the best up-and-comer in the featherweight division. Build these guys. Promote these guys. Be Build your next star rather than going back to the guys from a few years ago. They'll be bringing Aldo up next and giving him a shot. You know, I... I really do think the UFC need to move on. They need to plan better and they need to get their stars right up there to the very top and give them those title shots. When you get to a position where you won eight in a row and you're beating the guys like Chikadze is beating, and if you go in there and beat Calvin Cater, you're ready for a title shot. Let's let's be honest, you're ready for a title shot. Now, if you've had two or three before, maybe give me another couple of wins, you know, or whatever it might be. But I, I just, I think the UFC at the moment, it's, 
like the Gaethje thing as well, and I th I've talked about that in previous videos and other places as well. Gaethje won one fight, a great fight, fight of the year, take nothing away from him, and I'm not saying put Gaethje to the back of the line, but how about put Gaethje to third in line? You know? How about give someone else a title shot? Whether it's Makachev, whether it's Benny, Larry Usher, whatever it is. Okay, you want the two of them to fight, let them fight. Let them fight in UFC, whatever the number is, and three uh, UFC pay-per-views later, let's have them fight the champion. Let's plan and do it that way, rather than regurgitating the same old guys over and over again. Let's get these divisions moving. Let's get the next level of fighter in there. Let's get the new exciting fighters in there. Let's the the guys who have lost title fights. Let them build their way back up. One title fight or one fight should not be enough to build your way back up. Okay, it it just shouldn't be, especially if you weren't the champion previously. Now Max Holloway. Is a perfect example. He lost the fight, got a rematch, lost again. No, no problem with that. But getting a third one so quickly, come on. Let, let's 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 be honest about it here. Let's come on. We need to move these divisions on. We really need to do. But yeah, that's my rant for uh, <laughs> that's my, my rant for this week. Anyway, well, let's uh, just to to take a quick look. I suppose at the, at the, the the top fight on the card at the weekend a little bit uh, a little bit closer, and the card itself, the card itself isn't great, but. I've spoken a good bit now about Chikadze here over the last while. Massive fight for Calvin Cater this weekend as well because he lost to Holloway the last time. Look, if he had uh, if he'd beaten Holloway the last time, we wouldn't be having this discussion. I wouldn't be making this video. I'd have to come up with some other idea to make a video on. Um, because he would be the guy fighting for it. You can't beat Stevens, Ige, and uh, Holloway in a row and not get it. Okay, he lost as a beat before that, but he's beaten Lamas, beaten Fishgold, beaten Borgas, Feely, other guys uh, on, on his way up. Has lots of fights, has lots of um, lots of experience and stuff as well. He would be the guy. Now, if he beats Jiga Chikadze, he's very close to being that guy again. Because if Holloway fight, you know the Holloway fight's not happening. But if Holloway is out, and if they need a ne uh, the next guy, or if Chan Sung Jung was to win, maybe or something like that uh, against Volkanovski, he could be it. Like it, it it's. At some stage, if Holloway is out, they'll need a fresh face, you know, or if uh, <laughs> if something else happens, they will need a fresh face, uh, and he could be it. And it, maybe it's not going to be one win over Jiga Chikadze because you know what happens when someone loses one fight like Chikadze. Oh, he was never any good anyway. So it's a big fight for Kader, and it's a big fight for Kader. Okay, maybe he won't with, with the one win. He won't be right in there. Maybe it'll take a couple of wins. But as I said, fresh face might actually help him if it probably won't if we've passed his prologue, but you know what I mean. Um, but for Chikadze, this is the win maybe he needs with the the top, the higher ranked guy that will get him into that position as we, we previously discussed. So it's, it's a big, big fight. I was watching a couple of Chikadze fights this morning just when I was uh, preparing to record this. And look, we know what both guys are like. They're both... This will be a fight predominantly on the field, I would say, in a kickboxing match. And two guys who hit very, very hard. We saw a cater in that Holloway fight that he can take. An unmerciful beating and an unmerciful amount of damage uh, as well, if uh, if needs be. Um, and Chikadze will have to hit him pretty hard to finish him. But Chikadze can hit pretty hard. But he maybe maybe a little bit of an X-factor in this is Chikadze's top game. Now... He doesn't always, like, I'm not saying he's going to go out and go for like a blast double in the middle of the cage or anything, but sometimes he just ends up landing on the ground, you know, <laughs> landing uh, in top position, and he has vicious ground and pound there, and I think that is, uh, that maybe is a part of this fight that will be overlooked by some people, but uh, I think it could be a big part uh, of, the, of the fight itself, but yeah, I'm looking forward to, to seeing it. If Chikadze wins, if the Chan Sung Jung fight isn't official yet, um, 
I wouldn't mind seeing him getting the title for and I think it'll be the right way. I think he would I think he deserves it. But yeah, the rest of the card and looking at it here on Sherdog.com, you know, it's not not fantastic. Jennifer Maya versus Kaylin Chukagan at one twenty five in the women's division. <sighs> Two both of them lost to to Shevchenko. Will either of them get a title shot with a win here? Probably not. I don't know. A big fight uh, in the men's flyweight division. Did I say women's featherweight? I'm in flyweight. Sorry if I did say that. Um, Brandon Rival versus uh, Rodrigo Bantarin. That's a big, big fight. I'm really looking forward uh, to that one. Um, not much after that. Court McGee is always in you know, tough fights. Jake Collier, Chase Sherman... Yeah, and the rest, and the rest. Brian Keller is on this fight, uh, fight card as well. He's uh, he's always a bit of fun to watch. But yeah, I think the main thing to look out for this weekend and over maybe the next while is that featherweight division and how, um, you know how it works itself out and what they continue to do with it as that division kind of goes forward because there's so much talent, there's so much, um, so many good fighters there. It'd be a waste not to utilize them a little bit better. Uh, right, I'll leave it at that. That's it for me. Uh, thank you very much for watching. My name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com. Happy New Year. I'll see you all next time.